Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Who did Christ come to redeem? You know, many ministers like to read in these first day of the week buildings that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. They read that without reading you further scripture. So let you see who Paul's talking to. But in this short podcast episode, we're going to be taking a look at who Christ came to redeem. And brothers and sisters, as we always do, we're going to be going from the First Testament to the Second Testament. Because, brothers and sisters, a lot of ministers don't want you to be able to, of yourselves, see that the pattern of the Lord does not change. That's why he said in Malachi 3, verse 6, I am the Lord, and I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters, as we go deep into this short podcast episode that will be entitled, Who Did Christ Come to Redeem? Welcome back, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. Who did Christ come to redeem? Did he come to to redeem all nations? Well, brothers and sisters, we're going to go into the First Testament and we're going to bring it back into the Second Testament to prove that Christ did not come to redeem all nations. Now, brothers and sisters, I told you once, as I told you before, that Sunday church is a church of illusion. Sunday teachings, the buildings, the preachers, the system itself belongs to the state. And those who do not agree usually are not challenged with scripture, but challenged with titles like separatists. And they're also given the title of hate. Even though we know we can prove that the Lord hates and He loves those that hate iniquity. And this is what goes on in the first day of the week church. Iniquity, lies about things that are not written in the Bible. I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, one thing and one thing for certain. God does not change. That's Malachi 3 verse 6. When he says, I am the Lord and I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. So the Lord doesn't change. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You cannot change what's written. That's why a lot of preachers tell you not to read the Old Testament. The Old Testament is done away. And as I said before, I say it again, brothers and sisters. When they say that the Old Testament is done away, they mean the words from Genesis to Malachi. No need of reading those anymore. I'm going to show you why right now in this short podcast episode. Who did Christ come to redeem? Let's look, to, let's look at the book of Luke. I'm going to read two verses out of the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 67 and 68. Luke chapter 1, verses 67, verse 68, says this. Verse 67, 
And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. Now, this is talking about the coming birth of Christ. The redemption would come through him. Now, I'm going to go back to Exodus 18, verse 1. And, and even before I get Exodus 18, verse 1, brothers and sisters, I want to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 23 and 24. This is the Christ is on the coast uh, of Tyre and Sidon. And a Canaanite woman has come to him. I'm putting you up on speed. Verse 23. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Verse 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I have been sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Let's get the book of Jeremiah 50. Jeremiah 50. And brothers and sisters, the scholars understand that the tribes of Israel are lost. And in order to keep them lost, Sunday church was formed. They would never figure out who they were if we had this form of worship to give unto them. Another gospel, another Christ. Another gospel, Galatians chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. Another Christ. 2 Corinthians 11 and 4. Let's read Jeremiah 50, verse 6 and 7. It says this. Jeremiah 50, verse 6 says, My people have been a lost sheep. Talking about Israel. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. Your pastors who agree what, as it says in Isaiah 28, verse 15 down, death and hell. They really don't care about, the, 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 their shepherds mean their people. T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, Juanita Bynum, all your dark Hebrew preachers have agreed and led us astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from the mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. And our resting place was in the law. Let's prove that. Let's look at the book. Because that's the only way we're going to get rest. Of Psalms 94. Psalms 94. And verse 13. Verse, let's read verse 12 and 13. It says, Blessed is the man whom the Lord chasteneth, or chasteneth, O Lord. Okay. So, so right, right away, David is writing, Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law, that thou may give him rest from the days of adversity, which is 
tribulation, adversity is the same word as tribulation, until a pit be digged for the wicked. The time of the wicked is over. The time for the unlawful is over. Proverbs 28 verse 4 said, He that turneth his ear from hearing the law praise the wicked. Romans chapter, let's go to Romans. See, the rest was evident. Romans chapter 2. It's not going to change, brothers and sisters. It's just not read unto you. It's never read unto you. We must read the Bible. Romans chapter 2, verse 17 says, But thou art called a Jew, and restest in the in the law and rest is in the law and makest thy boast unto God. See the rest is in the law. It says the same thing in Jeremiah 6 16. We will never have rest for our souls unless we keep the law. Let's go back to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 6 again says, My people have been a lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. Verse 7, All that found them have devoured them. We're getting devoured in the streets. All of them that found them, which in... Um, a little bit of more of a detail, he's talking about the enemies, the Gentiles. Watch this. And their adversaries say, we offend not because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. See, it's not the hope of all fathers, it's their fathers. We're lost because of that. That is why we're lost. So when, we, when we're looking at Matthew 15, verse 24, when Christ says, I have only been sent for the lost sheep of the house of Israel, it is because of the forefathers leaving the resting place. It says the same, if you go to Matthew 18, verse 11, Matthew 18, verse 11 says, For the Son of Man has come to save that which is lost to redeem that which is lost so if we, when we go back I'm going to show you that God doesn't change when we go back to the book of Exodus chapter 18 verse Exodus chapter 18 verse 1 God and, and see brothers and sisters this is again why they don't want you to put the testaments together. It's all an illusion. Watch. Exodus chapter 18, verse 1. I'm going to read this one verse. When Jephro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt, the his people was his people here, as well as Luke 1, verse 68. 
Let's get the book. Deuteronomy 32. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 8 and 9. Deuteronomy 32, 8 and 9 says this. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, and when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Verse 9. For the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Let's get the book of Psalms, chapter 78, 71. Let's keep pushing. See, brethren, in the first day of the week, churches, they will never guide you through the scriptures like this. You're going to get a vibrating pastor, a yelling, screaming pastor on Sunday morning, putting philosophy and vain deceit in your head. They are preachers of the state. Believe me, brothers and sisters, you will do better by reading the Bible on your own or getting a guider to the Bible so that you can actually read the scriptures daily or at your uh, choice each week. Psalm chapter 78, verse 71. I'm going to read verses 71 and 72. It says, from following the ewes, a great ewes, great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people. Jacob was, Jacob's name was changed to Israel in Genesis chapter 32. And I think verse 30. Let me make sure, because I don't want to give you the wrong scripture in case you try to go back and take a peek. Genesis uh, chapter 32, verse 28. Sorry about that. I said 30, verse 30, but it was actually verse 28. Genesis 32, 28, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So it's talking about the same thing. Psalm 78, verse 71 again says this, For following the ewes great with young, he, he, brought, he brought him to feed Jacob, his people, and Israel, his inheritance. So fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hand. Let's get the book of Romans chapter 11, because I'm going, I'm going, brothers and sisters, I'm, I'm going precept upon precept to show you that besides Luke 1, verse 68, there are other scriptures that talk about him and his people. Who are the his people he came to redeem? Who are the his people? Because a pastor will read that and He'll say, and he came, and you see him in a suit and tie, and he, he's yelling, trying to put emphasis on it, and there's emotion and all that, and that just makes, that just warms your heart, but he's lying through the teeth in his mouth. The book of Romans chapter 11, verse 1 says this, I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid, for I also am an Israelite. Hmm of the seed of Abraham, hmm, of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 2, God hath not cast away his people which he foreknew when in the Old Testament. Wot ye not what the scripture saith of Elias, how he maketh intercession 
to God against Israel, saying, see, we're not going to go on down because we're not going to go straight into about him killing the prophets and, and uh, digging down the altars. This, we're not going to go into that. We're, we're, we're right now proving who his people is. Let's, let's look at what Paul's mission was. Let's look at the book of Acts 26, 7. Acts 26, verse 7. This was Paul's mission. Acts 26, verse 7 says this. Now, I tell you what. I'm going to read verses 5 and 7. Acts 26, verses 5 through 7. I just want that one verse, but I'm going to give you what they call the cultural context in this in this. Uh, chapter and verses here. Acts chapter 26 verses 5 through 7 says, which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. Verse 6, and now I stand and am judged for the hope of promise, of the promise made of God unto our fathers. Okay, what was the promise, and who was it made to? Verse 7, unto which promise our 12 tribes, instantly serving God day and night, hope to come, for which hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accursed of the Jews. Paul's mission was to wake up the 12 tribes. And as you know, brothers and sisters, if you don't understand the podcast episode, the Gentiles one and the Gentiles two, and most uh, of what you really want to know is in Gentiles part two. The children of Israel were deemed as Gentiles because they were among the heathen and lived by heathen worships and practices. You'll find those scriptures. If you don't want to go to that episode, all you have to do is go to second, I mean, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 2, Ephesians 2, verse 11 through 13, and 1 Peter 4 and 3. Israelites were Gentiles. So now that we got the his people out of the way, let's talk about the redeemed. Who did Christ come to redeem? Let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 130, verse 8. Psalms 130, verse 8. And I'm going back here, brothers and sisters, because I'm showing you that Old Testament and New Testament are parallel. They don't change. If you see it in the Old Testament and the New Testament, you will see why these preachers tell you not to read it. It's done away. But as I said before, and I'll say it again, brothers and sisters, if you believe that, let me show you something that is written in the Bible. One verse. Psalms 51, verse 6. It says, Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath. For the heavens shall vanish away like smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment. 
and they that dwell in shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness, which is in the law, Romans 2, 26, Romans 8, verse 4, Philippians 3 and 6, 1 Corinthians 15, 34, righteousness is in the law, shall not be abolished, which is done away. Christ said the same thing in Matthew 5, verse 17, Luke uh, chapter 16, verse 17, and John 10, verse 35. Even it is written in Galatians 3, 17, the law cannot be done away. It can't. You can't do away with the first testament. It is the key to understanding the second. Psalms chapter 130, verse 7 and 8 says, Let Israel hope in the Lord. Psalms 130, verse 7. For with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Not all people, Israel. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 27. Isaiah 1, 27. It says this. Zion shall be redeemed with judgment, which is the law, and her converts, Psalms 19 verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect. Psalms 19 verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise and simple. So the converse will be converted with righteousness, which again is in the law. Two scriptures that say Zion is going to be redeemed. Let's go back. This is this is this is in the first testament. It says the same thing in the second testament. Let's go to the book. Of Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4. They love this book, but I guarantee you, brothers and sisters, none of the Sunday ministers know a thing about the book of Galatians. You can confound them easily by sticking right with the point. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. It says, Pay attention. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Not immaculate conception, which I'm going to do a podcast on. But made under the law of Leviticus chapter 12, verses 1 down. That's that's the child made under the law. Verse 5, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. The adoption. Let's go to, pay attention. Christ came to redeem his people who were under the law. All people were not under the law. This is why they tell you not to read the Old Testament. Psalms 119 
No, Psalms 149, excuse me. Psalms 149. No, let's, let, let's, let's not go to Psalms 149. Let's go to Psalms 147, verse 19 and 20. I don't want to go to Psalms 149. Psalms 147, verses 19 and 20. It says this. Psalms 147, verse 19 says, He showeth his word unto Jacob, Israel, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. The other nations have never known the judgments, which was the law. So when you go back to Galatians chapter 4, uh-oh, verse 5 again. Verse 5, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive adoptions of sons. Let's get the book of Romans. I'm going to show you something. Not, I'll tell you what. Not, let's not go to Romans. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to the book of John 18, verse 31. Watch this. Here, here are the Romans here. Here's Pontius Pilate. He's a Roman. Listen up. Verse 31. Then said Pilate unto them, Take ye him and judge him according to your law. The Jews therefore said unto him, It is not lawful for us to put any man to death, especially an innocent man. But I want you to pay attention to Pilate saying, Judge him according to your law. It was not his law. It was their law, the Jews the tribes of Israel's law, proving again that not all nations were under the law. So how can Christ redeem them? Hebrews 9.15. Hebrews 9, verse 15. I'm just going to read that real quick. The book of Hebrews 9, verse 15. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 says this. Let's read it. It says, For this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament. That's Christ. By means of death, his death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were committed by Israel that were under the First Testament. They which are called in righteousness, Isaiah 42 and 6, might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Under the first testament, the only, this is why they tell you not to read the Old Testament, because all you're going to see is Israel, 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 because Sunday church is built off democracy, a state church, all nations, all people, all manner all tongues. That's why they like Revelation 7, 14. But Christ did not come to redeem every nation using certain scriptures like John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, the whole world. But the whole world, the world serves Buddha, Krishna. The world serves the cobblestone world doesn't serve God because the world never, it shows you, brothers and sisters, with common sense if you use it, there were other gods besides, even when we went to Acts 14, Zeus and Jupiter, which is Jupiter, Acts 14, verses 12 down, 
the, the gods Jupiter and Mercury, which were served by the Greeks. The same gods you see on these movies. That's what was worshipped back then, truthfully. They knew nothing about Christ too, the Greeks or Romans. Let's go back. Let's let's go back to Romans 9. Let's go to Romans 9. It says this, Romans 9, verse 3. For I could wish myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law, the service of God, and the promises. Whose are the fathers, and whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is overall God blessed forever. Now, brothers and sisters, they like to try to say spiritual Israel. Now, the law is spiritual, according to Romans 7, verse 14. 1 Corinthians 14, um, verse 37 says, Whoever is a prophet, whoever is spiritual, let him know that the things that I say are the commandments of God. So if anybody claims to be spiritual, you must know the law. And the law does not say all people are Israel, physically or spiritually. <laughs> Emotions. Can't have that. Let's go to the book of Revelations 5 and 9. Revelations 5 and 9. I'm going to read this final chapter in this verse. I'm just putting a thought in your head, brothers and sisters, of what is being taught in these Sunday churches and what well, the illusion and what, if you go to the scriptures, all of them, that you will see that Sunday church is nothing more than an illusion. Revelations 5 and 9 says this, And they, let's see who they are, sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain. This is talking about Christ, and hath redeemed us to God by the blood out of, out of every kindred and nation, every kindred and tongue, and people and nation. This verse sets up Revelation 7 14. Brothers and sisters, according to the Bible, Christ came to redeem those that were under the law, the tribes of Israel. That is why, again, they want you to be a denomination instead of the people. And Sunday church couldn't teach it like that because if they did, you would have to put it by race. Either the blacks are the Jews or the whites are the Jews. And we already know Revelations 2 and 9 says that those that call themselves Jews are in blasphemy of the scriptures. Who's calling themselves Jews? You be the judge. This is your host, the Apostle Reuben. And with that, may God bless you and have peace. <laughs>